You're listening to a Rev FM production podcast. Welcome to Pastors Live, the show that discusses things of the Bible and current events for people who love to laugh. And now, the hosts who answer questions with more questions, it's Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to Pastors Live. It's Thursday, February 22nd, and we've got some wonderful people here in the studio today. we got Gary Austin, the voice of the valley, uh, the man, the myth, the legend. He's here today. We also have Pastor Shane here today. Hello. Pastor Dave is here. God bless you guys. Pastor Steve is here. Howdy. I'm Pastor Ty, and we are really glad to be here. And we're redoing, uh, so Shane, you were saying we're redoing National Be Humble Day? I just uh, don't know I, if I'm in Groundhog Day where I, I'm yeah, like reliving I, didn't we this. Just do this? I we thought just, we did this already. Well, I, maybe we did. <laughs> I, I guess it is a National Be Humble Day. I have that a button. Every day. And so look at me, I'm humble. Uh, you know, that's never really helpful. So, uh, you know, the Bible does talk a lot about humility, and we can talk about that a little bit, but... Uh, you know, humility uh, is difficult if you've never been humbled, and I think sometimes you know people. That's a good point. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, humility is something that is is learned. Yeah. Um, because True. pride pride can be an overemphasis on self. You know, so you have mm-hmm. you have people that are like, oh, woe is me, I'm so bad, I'm so awful. That's still pride. Overemphasis on self is pride, whether it's positive or negative. And so, just look to Jesus, and you know, get out of that mess. But so be humble. Yeah, you know, I feel like so. the sheep that just sometimes goes from bumper to bumper. <laughs> you got the shepherd on the right and the shepherd on the left with his his staff, and he just knocks on his head to get him back in line, and then I go too far the other way and uh-huh. bonk, bonk, bonk. But that's that prop, um, that process of being humbled, you know. So praise be to God that He sees us, and right? He, he cares enough about us to, yeah, to, to, to bonk us. us on the head sometimes. Show, show us some grace when we need it. Well, guys, we have some wonderful Bible readings today. We also have some comments and questions that came in. Uh, if you'd like to participate in the program, it's pastorslive at therev.fm. That's pastorslive at therev.fm. Uh, but our readings today, uh, we're in Mark chapter 6, the second half. We're in Proverbs uh, chapter 10, verses 6 and 7. Psalm 50 and Exodus chapter 5, which is always fun when the, the teachings at the church are overrun by the because uh, we're in Exodus are overrun right. by the reading. It's always fun. Uh, at least you know everybody's at least read the chapters around where you're teaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least that would be the hope. But if you want to participate with us, go to watersprings.net. You can check out a reading there and you can follow along. It's a pray. It's read, pray, and apply. And so you read it, you, you pray it in, and then you apply it to your life. And we encourage you to keep doing that. Hey, we got something going on tomorrow night. Steve's going to tell us about right now. We have Night of Hope. <laughs> <laughs> which starts at 7 p.m. in the sanctuary. So tell us a little about what's going on there, man. It's going to be a great evening. It's not going to be a typical worship night. It's going to be, uh, if, you, if you know people in the community that you're friends with that need hope, that are that just feel like they don't, they've, they've lost everything or you know they're just not connecting with this world, this crazy world that's going on right now, um, bring them because it's, be, it's going to be a night of refreshing Maybe a night to cast new vision in their lives, and if they're in ministry, um, it's just going to be a great evening. Um, but it's not going to be a typical worship night. We're going to have songs that are directed specific, specifically for hope, 
and uh, it's going to be it's going to be wonderful. It also gives us an opportunity as musicians to minister to the people, so yeah. to minister over people and to sing over them and to love them and to share testimony. Uh, we're really looking forward to it. Yep. Uh, I will be honest with you, a Brit is way more articulate <clears throat> about the evening than we are, but yeah. we're the ones that are here. So yeah. <laughs> it's yes. Yeah, so tomorrow uh, we invite you guys to come out, join us tomorrow night at seven o'clock, and then also we have the our ladies conference coming up on the first and second of March. You can register at watersprings.net. If you have a problem with that, just call the church office at 208-524-4747. They can help you out with that. And then, guys, we have the Resolve Men's Conference coming up April 27th. And so uh, looking forward to that. Uh, we have almost 200 guys registered at this point, and so we encourage you to go to, uh, that one is resolvemen.com and register online today. Uh, we've got some wonderful speakers coming. we got Miles McPherson coming, and he used to play basketball or something, right? Football. <laughs> Miles <laughs> yeah, just, McPherson that, is... That a, was just my way of seeing if anybody in the room yeah. was paying attention wow, while I was talking. he's a retired NFL football yeah, player with the San go. Diego Chargers from 1982 to 1985. There you go. Okay, and then... Uh, uh, we also, after that, we also have uh, Justin Gambino is going to be here sharing his testimony. He is How not a now. retired NFL football No, he is no. not. He's retired military. He uh, is, and as a matter then, of fact. And then we also have Justin, well, just, we have Rob Verdine, who's coming. Uh, and he's a pastor in, uh, he's in Oregon still, right? He's in Grand Oh, yeah. Pastor, he's Oregon been there still? for uh, yeah. 29 years now. Yeah. Uh, Calvary Corvallis. Yeah. Okay. That's right. And then, of course, yeah, I'll be there. Because well, I'm I'm in the building, so somebody <laughs> has to open and close the place and clean up the, you know, mess when it's over. So I'm looking forward to that. So it'll be it'll be really fun. Uh, so but admission is free this year, Woo-hoo. but we are going to be taking a kind of a pay it forward offering at the event, and so uh, we're looking forward to seeing what God will do in and through all of that. But Resolve Men's coming up April 27th. You want to register for that? And uh, we, you know what? We did have some comments and questions come in regarding the emotional support pickle. I think Dilbert's going to win this one. <laughs> I think so. I, I think so too. I think you know Anna Oswald from Pocatello. She kind of pushed it over the edge. She yeah. kind of pushed it over the top there. But yeah, thanks, uh, Anna. Yeah. So and, and, and Gentry, I know you wanted just to keep uh, Simeon, but uh, not going to happen. So the name uh, that shall not be spoken. Yeah, of. it's weird. Yeah, Simeon moved. He he went with he went with Pastor James. So he no longer here. He wasn't really here even in the first place. So, uh, but uh, Dilly was an interesting one. I was like. Thanks, thanks, Dan. Appreciate that. Dilly. Dilly, Dilly. You know, Dilbert, Dilly for short. Okay, that that might work. But (laughs) hey, that's all done. So now we're moving on from the emotional support pickle conversation online. Again, Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. And in our reading today, guys, I I find it kind of interesting when we're here in the gospel, uh, where in Mark chapter 6, Jesus is in an interesting place uh, where he's, he says this. He says, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. And then it says this. Now, he could not do mighty works there except he laid hands. Uh, he laid, sorry, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And, you know, unbelief is an issue you know that we we actually have to talk about because the the idea is that you know he could not do great miracles because there was just this rampant unbelief there was Mm. no faith 
but we also, you know, we've grown up in a world, Dave, and I know you and I grew up, you know, in a world where, you know, people would, be, would pray for other people and say, well, you weren't healed because you didn't have enough faith. Mm-hmm. And they would kind of lean into this um, space a little bit. And I think that's really dangerous uh, because God does what he does. It's according to his will. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you when you get to a passage like this, guys, and we see that, you know, there were there was a lack of movement because of unbelief in a community, um, you know, how do we address that in the world today? You know, I remember years ago, uh, a, a guy talking about that business, you know, well, we prayed for you and you weren't healed because you didn't have enough faith. I remember Greg Laurie addressing that <clears throat> and saying, next time someone says that, just look at him and say, well, since your faith is so strong, let's just ride on yours. <laughs> nice <laughs> I like that well because there, there's some South truth to that yeah because you know what we see in the scriptures that there were times that well when you know earlier earlier in Mark chapter 2 mm-hmm. you know you got a bunch of friends that bring mm-hmm. their buddy and Jesus looks at <clears throat> their faith mm-hmm. and says to their buddy your sins are forgiven mm-hmm. and then ultimately rise take up your bed and walk mm-hmm. but it was the faith of the friends mm-hmm. that came um, we've also seen uh, where Peter has faith, where we see, you know, because of his faith. And then we also see it because of the faith of the person who's ill or injured or sick. So it, it, it's one of those things where God is just doing what he's doing. But it, it's but there is always faith involved in that moment. Right. Um, but, you know, I've well, just, I've just, I just find it fascinating that here's the God of the universe. And because of our sovereignty as human beings, we mess things up and yeah. yet he still does miracles yeah even in when we mess it up because he says they only healed a couple right <laughs> right yeah but it's a couple more than i have so. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. exactly right yeah i i think well, on this this part of the scripture you know you see the dynamic that jesus has a hard time ministering in his hometown because he grew, he grew up there as a mm-hmm. child right yeah and yeah. i think for me that's the that's where I land on the application for this is sometimes it's hard to minister where you where you grew up. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a solid point. <clears throat> I don't have a I don't have a bone to pick with that. Um, yeah. We like context a lot around here. We mm-hmm. talk about context. I think all of us have it tattooed on our back of our right hand and forehead. Uh, it's it's all about context. So if you back up just a little bit to what we read yesterday. That's what it says on my flactories, by um, the way. That's context, right. Context, yeah. context. I keep it on the back of my hand. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That's right. Yeah, the little box. Uh-huh. Um, back up to uh, the beginning of this chapter. Jesus' cousin John has just been beheaded. Mm-hmm. And uh, in verse 30, we're told the apostles gathered themselves together around Jesus. So check that out. Um, the disciples of John, verse 29, when they heard of it, came and took his corpse and laid it in a tomb. Verse 30, and the apostles gathered themselves together around Jesus and told him all the things, both what they had done and what they had taught. And he said to them, let's come apart for a while before you guys come apart, basically. And so you realize there's, there is a lot of dynamic happening here. It seems to me the apostles are really stoked about what they've experienced, but they're also very aware that John the Baptist has just been beheaded. And so they're gathering around Jesus and he says to them, you come apart, right? 
you come apart into a desert place and rest a while. For there were many who were coming and going, and they had no leisure, even not enough time to eat. And so they departed into a desert place by a ship privately. Uh, and then when Jesus you know, sees them departing, uh, or the people saw Jesus pardon, uh, departing, and they went after him and so forth. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of dynamic happening all in this narrative. You know, that's more than um, only the the people didn't believe. It's like, I wonder why they didn't believe. I wonder if the if the assassination of John the Baptist, I wonder if the, um, and I'm only saying that because it's in the context of, of his beheading. I'm not reading into the scripture. I'm not trying to read into the scripture anyway. But I'm wondering if the, the affect of the apostles and the fact that John the Baptist had just been beheaded, who was loved by the people, um, if that doesn't play into their whole thing of, hey, is this for real? Is this for real? You know, And um, yeah, so I can imagine there would be some doubt there. I don't know. What, what are you guys' thoughts on that? It's interesting to see the dynamic too because you start out in Jesus' hometown, right? And it's not working there because there's a lack of faith, but then that causes him to go out to the other villages, right? right? with all of these dynamics, John the Baptist being beheaded, then the 12, they get sent out. They're stoked because they're sharing the gospel, right? There, There's a bunch of emotion coming oh, yeah. down. And then our reading today starts in Mark chapter 6, verse 30, and it culminates with Jesus kind of saying, hey, guys, let's take a rest, right? Let's, let's withdraw because there's a lot going on right here. And I have written right above verse 31, which Dave just read. I have, if the sponge is wet, it can't soak up fresh water. So sometimes you got to let the sponge dry out, right? Right. And, and again, I, w- I agree 100%, except for that one little word, you. You come yourselves apart. I don't think Jesus needed it. Yeah, yeah. That's my humble opinion. Yeah. The, I could the be disciples. wrong. I'm not making a yeah. doctor now. I'm just saying, I think it's interesting. He looked at them yeah. in their emotional state, their excitement, and said, you need to come apart and rest. Right. I agree with that yeah. 100%. Right. Yeah. And that's the application for me, not yeah. for Jesus. Right, right, right. And I might go back, Dave, on the, the totality of the narrative of the New Testament and say that Jesus had a habit of getting away. He did. Mm-hmm. And so in this context, he's saying that he says to them, right, come uh, come aside by yourselves um, to a deserted place and rest for a while. So yeah, he's saying to them, "Hey, let's let's go away for a little bit." Um, and I think that's important. But so you know, even if Jesus is that, that example where he gets away and he goes and he prays mm-hmm. through the night and he does those things, that that is this beautiful example for us in his humanity because <clears throat> he slept in a storm. So we know he in that he had a habit of getting away and separating himself. But then here he says, you go do that as a command. And I, I think that is important that we, we take time to go right. away. Because he leads by example. When does he, yeah. tell them, when does he tell them, you guys need to get some rest? They're all amped up about ministry, right? Yeah. I mean, they are stoked. And he's, they're like telling, hey, we did this, and we saw that, and we taught this. And they're all amped up. And he says, you guys need to out. come aside <laughs> and rest. And you guys know, um, someone told me last Sunday um, it was a, a a couple that I've been ministering to for a while, and she's got some health issues, and she's doing much better. And she said, "You know, the uh, the messages the last three Sundays have been exactly what I needed to hear." And I said, "You should go share that with Pastor Ty." 
And I, she kind of you know, was a little bit sheepish about it. I said, well, I think it would be good for him to hear it, but it'll be good for you to say it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to, to speak that in. And um, there was a reason I was telling you that. Oh, and I told her, I said, <laughs> because if you don't know, if you haven't heard, uh, pastors who teach multiple services um, like we do Saturday night and two on Sunday, most pastors will tell you the best message of the day is the one you preach on the drive home after the last service <laughs> because you're like, oh, I should have added that in first service. Oh, the second service, I shouldn't have said this. And so you rework it in your mind because you're constantly kind of beating yourself up over, Lord, did I do my best for you today. I think every pastor goes through that, mm-hmm. uh, where the best sermon is the one you preach on the way home. You know? And I said, hey, I think it'd be good for Pastor Ty to hear that from you. Um, but I think that's what the Lord is saying here to these guys. It's good you guys are all amped up. You know what? Let's come apart for a while, or specifically, you guys come yourselves apart into a desert place and rest a while. Because, man, the enemy can get in there. Maybe this is a good thing to talk about on National Be Humble Day. <laughs> can get in there and the start second National Be Humble Day, we <laughs> yeah, want to clarify. Two, yeah, 2.0. 2.0, that's right. Because <laughs> apparently we weren't humble enough the first time. There you go. But, you know, the enemy gets in there, I think, with pastors and beats us up, you know, and says, hey, that Bible study you led, that small group you spoke to, that Sunday morning message that went out, you know, you blew it there. You didn't say the right thing. You used the wrong syllable, whatever. Right. Yeah. I think that there's um, the opportunity for the devil to get in there in the way of preventing you from growing, too. Yeah. Because if you're always just doing doing the ministry and doing your thing, right, and serving, 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 and getting hyped up, and you don't have any time to have Jesus pour into you, it's dangerous, man. Well, because the Sabbath was made for you. You yeah. weren't made for the Sabbath. Yeah, absolutely. And people that say, I don't need it, man. I can go 24-7, 365. Maybe you can physically, but if you're not wise enough to realize you really can't emotionally yeah. and spiritually, you have to Sabbath. I, right. I, I think, Dave, there's another way to say that. Even though you might be able to physically, you cannot obediently. Yeah, sure. Well, sure, yeah. You cannot go like yeah. that and be obedient <laughs> To Christ. Right. Look at what you it can. says in the parentheses. It says for there in verse 31, it says, For there were many people coming and going, and they did not even have time to eat, right? Both physically and spiritually. Which apparently doesn't seem to be a problem for the guy sitting next to you. Or me. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, right. we've taken too much time to eat. Yeah, well, hey, we're out of time. Because uh, we got to go get burritos. We got to get a bite. Yeah, yeah we got to get a bite to eat. Hey, yes, listen. Hey, you're loved, your family. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, get in your Bible. Read your Bible. We want to encourage you. Read your Bible from Genesis to Revelation. There is so much there that God has for you. Make sure you're reading it. Open it up and let God's word speak to you today. In Jesus' name, we're praying for you. God bless you guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You've reached the end of another episode of Pastors Live, a Rev FM production podcast. Thank you for listening. Submit your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review from your favorite podcast listening platform. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon so you don't miss the next episode drop.